Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Thank you also uh, to Jeremy Kyle for stepping in for me last week while I went on the, well, normally annual, booked in February 2020 uh, ski trip with the family. Very much, very much not my idea of a good time, hurtling down a mountain in freezing cold weather. I'm not going to lie to you, but I've managed to emerge alive and well. I, I put those skis back in the ski shop and I just said, Huge sigh of relief that I'm going back to work, still alive without anything broken. So I'm back. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Uh, but uh, also delighted to be back in a country which is not full of, frankly, mask Nazis uh, being uh, forced to wear a mask indoors an awful lot. Uh, having been in France, a, a country which is uh, way behind us when it comes to those uh, restrictions on our lives and uh, an awful lot further behind, it will seem, uh, from uh, the Prime Minister's statement we're expecting to the House of Commons today after he has his cabinet meeting, lifting all those COVID restrictions including, and probably most controversially, the requirement to self-isolate uh, if you test positive for COVID for up to 10 days. Also uh, also controversial with a lot of people is the ending of free tests for all, except perhaps we think the most vulnerable over 80 and others uh, would still be entitled to get them. So we're going to talk about all of that. And of course, in the context of the Queen having COVID and of course, this small matter of the possibility of war in Europe imminently. Well, Discussing all of that today, delighted to say, Chief Reporter at Politics Home, Alan Tolhurst joins us. Good morning to you, Alan. Good morning, Julia. Um, Good morning. It's been interesting, isn't it, that, um, I mean, virtually every single front page, I think rather predictably, has the Queen uh, testing positive for COVID. There were these fears, were there not, um, uh, after, of course, Prince Charles tested positive for the second time. Uh, many people, of course, testing positive the second time uh, with Omicron, as, as I did, uh, whether um, she and Prince Charles being not only double jab but boosted as well, like many people in their age categories. Um, Queen, though, I mean, it was interesting, you know, Queen's COVID example to us all is the front of the Daily Mail, um, the the Sun have uh, HRH to WFH to work from home. Um, but uh, the Queen is just, you know, obviously she has to isolate, but uh, she is uh, clearly not very unwell. Minor, cold, mild cold symptoms. And that's it. A lot of people say, you know, God save the Queen. I suppose I would argue, well, not sure you need God involved because A, we've got vaccinations and B, um, the the woman the woman is I mean built like a warhorse I mean in terms of the longevity of this family she's incredibly you know, you know made of stern stuff but also even at the very beginning of COVID the average ninety five I mean, majority of ninety five year olds who were even unwell who caught COVID would have lived so people got a little bit hysterical about this. 
Yeah, I think so. I think the, the timing of it, I think, is what is most interesting, given that, you know, we sort of had 10 a.m. yesterday, Boris Johnson saying sort of the pandemic is over, COVID's finished, and sort of midday, the palace saying, well, actually, by the way, the Queen does now have COVID. It's, I think the timing of it, I think, is the most, uh, I think it was, it was slightly unfortunate, I think, for, for the government, but a way that it's sort of being spun, you know, essentially saying that, well, look, the Queen has got COVID, she's 95, and she's actually going to carry on working. I suppose, in a sense, that's exactly the message that the government well, wants to Yes, wants I to don't up, understand right? why anyone is interpreting this always as bad timing. The whole point is that even 95-year-olds can get COVID, and, and this was always the case, but so much more the case with jabs and 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 be just fine. And, and I this is this is where the media hysteria plays in that, you know, this idea. And there are lots of people in the if you look up some of the polling, there are lots of people who consider themselves to be otherwise sensible, educated people who think that sort of something like 50 percent of people who get covid end up in hospital and die. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think that you still see now people who are only just doing things like um catching the train for the first time in, yeah. in two and a half years and just, which you know I understand why people were very worried that you know it was very worrying times it does feel as though there is a section of society that is yet to understand that we have to move out of this and we have to move out of it now and they're still finding it very difficult and so hearing messages from the government saying that you know essentially that all restrictions are over I guess it was still troubling I understand why it would be but I feel that for the rest of us, for the, for the wider country, it does feel as though now is beginning to be the right time. It was always going to be a backlash, whatever the moment was, especially when there's still cases in the thousands. But I do think that the government, you know, it's been talked about whether it's a cynical move, you know, to sort of move things on from other issues that we might talk about the government are facing. But actually, I do think that, you know, it, it does... If you look at the figures, if you do look at the way that things are going with the booster and the rollout and, and the mortality rates that you, you pointed out, it does feel as though it is the right time to start making those moves. We can always yeah. discuss whether it's the right week or the next week. But actually, oh, you know, oh I say no, no, for me, wrong year should have been 2020. But but that's just, but that's just me. Um, uh, I, I, I think more, more and more people are coming around to my way of thinking in this. But but but, but this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, bear, bearing in mind an awful lot of the people who are. Uh, posturing about this right now, saying how dangerous all of this is, are exactly the same people who said that we should have had more restrictions in December, otherwise we'd have had up to 6,000 people dying. I'm talking about you, Sage, and Independent Sage, and, and many others. They're also the same people who said last July, if we came out of uh, all the, the restrictions from lockdown three, that we would have sky-high cases and everyone would die. Again, didn't happen. They've been doom-mongering the whole time. Meanwhile, by the way, they're quite happy to work from home while ordering stuff online on Amazon, delivered by people who are not working from home, made by people, in fact, not working from home, uh, do, you know, and 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 getting their deliveries and 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 going to have their you know their their spice lattes, whatever, made by people at Starbucks and Pret who are not working from home. I mean, the hypocrisy of a lot of these people is quite extraordinary. Well, I have to say, I did feel that um, you know on Friday when Storm Eunice was ripping through. Um, that people were still ordering from deliveries. Well, if, if you don't want to go out in this weather, why are you making some, some guy on a bicycle, you know, traverse across, you know, uh, we've been without power here for the last few days and stuff, and I wasn't going to make anyone else come out here, you know. Can I just say, because I did notice you are sitting in a very, 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 very dark background there, for those of you who are watching on a Talk Radio TV <laughs> app. Um, you, I mean, is there is this the only light source you've got or have you got power <laughs> returned? 
No, the bulb, the bulb had just gone about five minutes before. <laughs> but were, I have, so I've got a lamp instead. But basically, yeah, it's um, it was it was a bit touch and go whether I was going to be able to do this or not, given that we yeah we were literally we, we lost power on Friday afternoon and it didn't come back until uh, last night. So it was oh, um, wow. curry by candlelight on Saturday and night. It, I mean, this and that's the thing. I mean, we've got more storms to come. We've had um, you know Storm Franklin now coming in after Storm um, Eunice. One point four million homes lost power. Still quite you know a few tens of thousands still without power and again losing power even for a few hours when you're you know when, you, when it comes to heating you think oh it's sorry it's really cold i'll boil the kettle oh i can't boil the kettle either well you know you, you realize that there are so many things that we without thinking rely on this um we've got well, a yellow warning. in our house it was not being able to charge mobile phones that yeah. was the main that was the uh, the main, <laughs> the main Actually, once you get from abroad it looked like everyone was being a little bit hysterical and then it was uh, and then it was going to be nothing and then of course it turned out to be very much something let's talk about what could turn out to be very much something and the imminent prospect of war uh, on the eastern side of Europe, uh, those Russian troops still amassed on the uh, on the Ukrainian border. I mean, across around three borders, we see the Russian president Vladimir Putin has decided to keep his troops in Belarus. Thirty thousand there. Um, I mean, to all intents purposes, you know, for, while we weren't looking, he's annexed Belarus, has he not? Uh, we've got troops, you know, on the Russian border of Ukraine in Crimea. I mean, basically on three sides. Um, and um, lots of talk over the weekend that we are looking, we were looking at days rather than weeks before that invasion, particularly, of course, it was thought that a deal had been done with President Xi of China that there wouldn't be an invasion before the Beijing Olympics, Winter Olympics had finished. Um, as it is, the major development overnight, which is Emmanuel Macron, the French president, has uh, had a number of phone calls with Vladimir Putin and with Joe Biden. His phone calls with uh, Vladimir Putin, by all accounts, lasting some three hours into the early hours of the morning. Uh, with um, in Russian time, uh, and that the the presidents have both agreed in principle to a summit over Ukraine. This would happen after a meeting on Thursday between the U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and the uh, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. Um, and basically, this would only happen if there were no invasion in the meantime. How likely do you think it is that some sort of peaceful resolution can be brokered? Yeah, it's it's a positive step, and I think it does show that there is a sort of the 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 US and the UK and French have talked about this path towards a diplomatic solution. It does feel as though this is the start of that, given that it's sort of the 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 sort of um, choreograph of it. You know, having these talks through an intermediary, through through uh, through Macron, and then through the secretaries of state and the foreign minister. So it does feel as though, unfortunately, it does seem as though you know the end game for Putin. Has always been to to extend Russia's borders beyond where it is currently, and 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 whether you know they'll be able to come to a solution with um, you know with Ukraine that doesn't lead to that at some yeah. point in the future. It does seem as though that is the ultimate aim. Whether this time round they can alleviate some of that pressure that's going on, because I think that the point at the moment is that for Russia, it's they're more than happy to keep those troops on the border and, and not just to threaten war in the next few days, but to keep those troops there and in Belarus for a long time and, and maintain that kind of constant threat to Ukraine, which I think is, is what yeah. Putin is, is trying oh, to do. But that's it. What, you know, what, what are we in the West going to offer Vladimir Putin? Because if he's offered anything, that's a, you know, this is basically a reward for threatening an independent nation state. Now, we know the West is offering to impose economic sanctions. I know yesterday that the Ukrainian prime minister was saying, can you impose them now? <laughs> they're not they're, they're not going to act as a deterrent if you if you only impose them after uh, he is invaded. Although, I mean, I think there are two, two lines of argument on that. Um, but this idea that, you know, there is anything that we can offer 
um, that would not be basically rewarding Vladimir Putin for making those threats. Unless we said, look, you, you put one toe cap into Ukraine and, um, and, and we will send the might of NATO down on you. Um, he knows that's not going to happen. We've made it clear that's not going to happen. In, in which case, you know, this is just going to go on well, days, weeks, months. But he, he, you know, Vladimir Putin doesn't seem to be being deterred because he doesn't think the West has really got the muscle, the will or the, uh, the urge to actually do anything about it. Right. And I think actually one of the interesting things that, that Boris Johnson has a point that he's made a couple of times is that actually one of the Russia's main points of leverage over the West is uh, the reliance on Russian gas and, uh, and energy. And he's saying that for, for any kind of sanctions, for any kind of threats towards Russia economically to actually to mean anything, the Europe and the West has to wean itself off uh, those the Russian energy. And therefore, I think until you can get an agreement with, say, Germany about Nord Stream and other countries, it doesn't feel as though anything that we can threaten Russia, certainly militarily, we're not going to, um, like you say, uh, you know, send NATO forces yeah. but if we can't make sort of serious economic threats either then it doesn't really uh, beholden on Putin to have to back down too much. No indeed well I mean we'll be covering that obviously throughout the show uh, I'm, I'm apologies everyone I do think the prospect of imminent war is more important than the Queen uh, having a mild cold I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be straight on that. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.